should I create a YouTube channel or a podcast? That's the topic of today's episode on the YouTube success on the, on the <laughs> do you know what? I might just leave that bit in on the YouTube success podcast. I do, uh, do you know what? I think people like bloopers, right? Let me know in the comments or in the show notes on my blog if you if you like bloopers right let's just move on so should i create a youtube channel or podcast that's what we're talking about today on the youtube success podcast thanks so much for joining me we don't have a jazzy intro it's just me telling you that if you like this podcast of course subscribe to it share it with your friends all that kind of good stuff if you're watching on youtube don't forget to like the video as well now i'm going to talk about the benefits of both and i want to really open up the discussion with you guys i want you to tell me how you consume podcasts and how you can consume your YouTube videos, because I've got some stuff that I've done research wise here in order to look at the two things, but I just want to hear from you. I want to know what you do in these things. And if you agree with what I'm talking about here, because when I spoke to my daughter about this, she's 16 years old right now. And I talked about podcasts and I say, I didn't expect my daughter to really listen to podcasts. And she, she said, dad, I, I listen to them all the time. She calls me Matt, right? She's 16 now. So she calls me Matt. I listen to podcasts all the time. And I said, oh, and she said, yeah. And she said, are you going to film your podcast? And I said, yes, yeah, of course. I'm, it's for the YouTube channel. I'm going to film it. Why would I not film it as well? And she said, good. She said, because when I'm on Spotify and I'm listening to these podcasts, sometimes if there's a video associated with it i'll click the video and i'll watch it like if i'm moving between rooms you know how kids are they kind of do multiple things at once she said when sometimes if i move from like i'm doing my hair or whatever and then i go into my bedroom and i want to watch it i'll go from listening to it to watching it on my phone and then i'll send it to my screen or whatever which is like a dream scenario when i was 16 years old i imagined that life could be like that at some point in the future it was definitely not i'm 39 now so the reason I'm telling you that story is because that's just one use case. That's one person, one scenario that she's created and described to me that I'd not considered when it came to podcasts. I was coming up with this research and it was like positives and negatives, but actually you really need to understand your audience and how they're consuming your content. That's what's super important when you're making this decision. And of course, I'm just going to put spoiler alert, uh, the answer to should you create a YouTube channel or podcast the answer is both. If you want to finish this episode up now, this will be bad for retention. Yes, you should do both and that's it. But hopefully what I'm going to do during this episode is just give you some of the positives of both. You can make the decision and then I'll just give you more information on how you can change from a podcast to a video podcast. There's a guy called, I think his name's Seb and he's a podcast expert. <laughs> and he said, it's not a video podcast, Matt. That is not what it is. It's a video of a podcast episode. And I was like, I'm just going to call it a video podcast. So you're now famous on my podcast because we had that conversation, even though I've probably got your name on. So let's start with podcasts then. Why am I doing a podcast? What are the benefits to me for a podcast? Of course, I think when it comes to podcasts, you have a dedicated audience. And I think for a lot of the big YouTubers, they would say the same. They have a dedicated audience. But I think with podcasts, there seems to be a very loyal fan base of podcasts. If you find a podcast that you love, that you want to listen to, you are dedicated to the podcast. And I think what happens for me specifically, I don't read books, for example, I prefer audibles. If you're a dedicated follower of that podcast, 
you will listen to it when you're out and about and doing stuff. And of course, there's a growing audience for podcasts. I think Stephen Bartlett with a Diary of a CEO, some of the other big ones, are the guy, who's the guy, not Seth Rogen. There's a guy, the other guy, Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan, I don't know. Don't listen to it, obviously. But the people like that who have had these big stories of selling podcasts to Spotify and doing a lot of this stuff has meant that there's a growing audience for podcasts. And I think the way people consume content in that way means there's a bigger growing audience. So podcasts used to be quite niche, used to be for a certain group of people. And I think they've opened up now to the world. I think the pandemic has also helped that. So a lot of comedians creating podcasts, more and more people are consuming them and more and more creators are creating them, which is great for both creators and the consumers people do consume podcasts in a different way so what i mean by that is when it comes to youtube videos you watch them on a device like a laptop tv phone something like that whereas when it comes to a youtube channel and, and the way of consuming video like that you can't do that when you're driving or you shouldn't do that when you're driving if you're someone that watches youtube videos when you're driving you're a bad, bad person, and you're living life dangerously, by the way. And you can listen to YouTube videos whilst you're driving, I suppose. But I think that then therefore makes it more of a video podcast because you're listening to something rather than viewing it. But people consume them in different ways. When I listen to podcasts, I do it when I'm walking. People do it when they're running. I'm not one of those guys. What about podcasts where you download all the episodes and you listen to them on a plane when you're traveling, right? It's hard to watch YouTube videos on a plane, even with the Wi-Fi that's available right now. It's still very difficult to do that. The streaming is not great. So you can download those podcast episodes and you can listen to them when you travel. So there's a whole bunch of ways you consume that content in a different way. Podcasts lend themselves really, really well to doing that. I'd also say podcasts are cheaper. You can film or record a podcast on your mobile phone or on a audio recorder, something like a Zoom H1. I used to love those Zoom H1s. I saw a guy who taught people to do podcasts, and they often talked about the Zooms as a great device to do that. You can record those on a simple little device like that. So if I was traveling out and about and I found somebody, let's say I found my favorite YouTuber, and I was like, oh, can we do a podcast? I could just get a Zoom H1 out, and then we could do it. Wouldn't have to set up any other equipment. We could just do that podcast, or I could give them a microphone. I've got a microphone. Even talking into a mobile phone, I see people do that as well. And they're bad ways to do it, but if, if use what you've got at the time, I suppose. So they're cheaper to do it. But of course, if you listen to the last episode, I talked about using your mobile phone to record your YouTube videos as well. So I'd argue that if you've got a mobile phone, the cheapness of doing it could be changed. I'd also say that editing is cheaper for a podcast compared to a video podcast, a YouTube channel video. And I would say they're harder to monetize as well. Podcasts, generally speaking, you could get a sponsor for your podcast. That is definitely some way to monetize it. Some people, if they've got a good enough reputation already, will get a podcast sponsor straight away. Likely on mine, I'm not ever going to say I won't have a sponsor. If someone offers me some money to sponsor my podcast, as long as it aligns with my values, of course I would take the money. Why would I not? I'm making it anyway. But I would say they're harder to monetize. People, sponsors generally want some kind of big audience that you've got already. Whereas I think with YouTube, you've got a clearer way to monetization. I'm going to talk about the benefits now as well. Hey, sorry for the interruption. Whilst you're listening to the YouTube Success Podcast, don't forget that we have a free community over at youtubecommunity.co.uk. I'd love to see you there. You can talk about the podcast or you can talk about anything related to YouTube. So head over to youtubecommunity.co.uk and I'll see you there. 
back to the episode. So let's talk about benefits then of YouTube. The first one I wanted to point out is that people get to see a version of you. It's not a 3D version. It's a 2D version. You can imagine me being 3D, but if you're watching me on our YouTube channel, I'm still a 2D version. But the great thing is from a personal brand perspective, people get to see you. And actually, I mentioned Stephen Bartlett's diary of a CEO. If you look at his podcast, don't know if the early ones were filmed. I've certainly listened to them on audio, but when you look at them now, it is two people in a studio with a mic in front of them. So you can see that he's embraced the video nature of that. Again, we're looking at someone's year three, year five, year 10, whatever. And I don't want you to always think about that. I think when we're starting, when I'm talking about YouTube and getting started, I want you to think about your day one. What does that look like for you? So it's easy to look at those and think, oh, I'd love to have a setup like that, but I'm not going to get there. But I want you to focus on you. People get to see a version of you and it's great for your personal brand. So when you see Stephen Bartlett and he's got the two people, you get to see yourself. And then if you're interviewing someone that's a good person to have on your podcast, maybe they've got a bigger audience than you, maybe they've got bigger reach than you, it's good to align yourself with these people. So this is like borrowing other people's audiences. If I interview Stephen Bartlett, not the other way around, if I interviewed him, I would imagine if people are searching for him, they might find my stuff as well. And I've seen plenty of people who have created huge YouTube channels by interviewing or creating videos about other creators and leveraging and borrowing their audience. So it's a great strategy actually for growing a YouTube channel. Of course, another benefit of YouTube is it has a huge audience compared to podcasts. They're not even comparable. I don't think the opportunity that's available on YouTube and the amount of people on YouTube that are watching YouTube every single day compared to podcasts is stratospheric stratus. It's big. It's big. It's very, very big. So there's a huge gap in between the two. Sure, I think podcasts, there is quite a loyal audience in there. But if you find a YouTuber that you really like, you can become really loyal and can be a fan of that person. And Mr. Beast is a great example of that. Oh, the best example of that, I would say. But there's others. I mean, you only have to look at Prime, the drink Prime, as a good example of what can happen if you've got a loyal fan base. You can release something. You can give a lot of hype around it and people will go and grab that stuff. And Stephen Bartlett with the Diary of a CEO podcast as well, of course, has had the same impact of what he's doing. There's a clear route to monetization. I believe it's changed. I need to double check this, but I believe it changed to a thousand subscribers, 3000 watch hours now from 4,000, it dropped down to 3000, but there's a clear route to monetization. When you've hit those numbers and you satisfy the requirements, you can become monetized, which means for every thousand views that you get, there's an amount of money that you can earn. And it depends on country, it depends on the niche that you're in, all that kind of stuff depends on how much you'll get per thousand views. But for argument's sake, let's say it was five pounds per thousand views. You monetize, the more you do, the better you do with your videos, the more reach they get, the more views they get, the more money you will make on that channel, which is great. Now. What I talk about often, and I'll talk about on this podcast is, look, you've got to be strategic. So you don't need necessarily monetization to be the thing that pays you. If you're strategic and you've got programs, in my last episode, I talked about my getting started on YouTube course. I've got a course over there. I've got my YouTube bootcamp, which is my higher ticket course. It's like an eight week program. If you've got things like that off platform, you can monetize really quickly and get more than the five pounds per episode. You can have a bigger impact on your uh, monetization anyway. 
And that can happen with a podcast or a YouTube channel. Although there's a clear route to monetization, I don't want you to think that monetize it. I don't think that's a, a huge thing, but at least compared to a podcast, unless there's a platform that pays you for listeners and I've not seen it, any podcasters, experts can tell me if that's the case. I haven't seen any monetization in that way. Both of them can get brand deals. YouTube, again, you get a better chance for brand deals, I think, on YouTube compared to podcasts. Another benefit of YouTube that has quite recently happened, I don't know the exact date when it happened, is it used to be that you would have a podcast. If you filmed it and created a video podcast, then you put it in a playlist and it said podcast. Mine would say YouTube success podcast and that, that would be it. Now YouTube has a dedicated area for podcasts. So when you upload the video, you mark it as a podcast and it appears in that. Now, I don't know exactly how that works right now because I'm creating this podcast and it'll be the first time that I've published videos in that way. And so you will be able to go to the channel, the King of Video channel and see this. And hopefully if you're watching this on YouTube right now. You're watching it in that podcast area. What I think that means is YouTube understands that podcasts are getting a lot of reach. And so YouTube is taking that audience just like they did with shorts and TikTok and they're putting the podcast in its own arena and then giving that more promotion to the people that watch more podcasts. If you think about YouTube's purpose, it is to show the right thing to the right person at the right time. That's the thing that everybody talks about. Show the right content to the right person at the right time. Google as an ecosystem understands who you are and what content you like to consume. So if it knows you are more likely to watch podcasts or listen to podcasts, it is more likely to show you more podcasts on the YouTube feed compared to other content. So don't discount that or play that down when it comes to getting more viewers on your podcast, right? More listeners to your podcast. And I was interviewed on a podcast quite recently and I asked them at the time, I said, oh, do you create a video? Because we were filming it. <laughs> it was actually filming it. We were both on camera. And she said, no, no, we don't publish this. And I was like, oh, my, my heart died a little bit inside because I was like, it's just a missed opportunity. It's a missed opportunity and you must grab that opportunity with both hands. Okay, and the last thing that I will say about YouTube is you have doubled the chance and it's going on from what I just said. You have doubled the chance to get your audience. I remember that story I told about Poppy and how she consumed content. She said, when I listen to the video, sometimes I move from listening to watching. And so by having that video podcast, I didn't even know you could publish a podcast to Spotify and include a video. I still don't know how that works just yet, but she showed me on Spotify on a mobile phone. She was listening to her podcast. She clicked the button. It had the two arrows to expand it. When she expanded it, it was a video. Oh my God. <laughs> Why would you not do that? So you're telling me someone can listen in Spotify and watch your video content. That blows my mind. So there's double the chance for you to get those viewers. And again, from a personal branding point of view, if you're not doing that, it's madness that you wouldn't take that opportunity to do that. I know that it takes more effort. If you're trying to do a podcast and I want to film this podcast, but you know, I'm out and about, I'm traveling, I haven't, I haven't got all my equipment. Look, go back to my last episode and listen to what the minimum equipment was. If I was doing a podcast and I was on the road, I would take my mobile phone and I would get the person to come into that podcast and I would interview them via my mobile phone or my laptop, even with my webcam. You know, I talked about webcams not being the thing that I'd use. Like I would do anything to get it on video because as long as the audio is good, 
if the video is a little bit ropey here and there with two of you on the screen and with a little bit of editing, you can make that podcast look amazing. So just do as much as you can to make sure that you can get it on both. All right. So the question of the day was, should I create a YouTube channel or a podcast? And I hope by going through those benefits that you can see the answer is both. I'm not talking about this from the type of content that you create. I'm talking this specifically on, should I have a YouTube channel with my podcast on it or a podcast? Look, and the other thing that I'll say just to wrap this up is by having your podcast on YouTube and creating a channel to host this stuff, if you were just a podcaster and you're not considering creating YouTube content just yet, then start with a video podcast that you post to YouTube as a starting point. You will gain subscribers, you will gain viewers without doing much more than you're already doing. And then when you want to start creating authority-based education, entertainment, whatever it needs to be on YouTube, you've got an audience that is following you for your podcast. It's already following you anyway. And if you're creating the podcast and you're on episode 100 and you've just started creating videos, then you can just turn around and say, hey, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this in your ears, why not head off over to our YouTube channel and consume this on YouTube as well? And you get to see my beautiful face. <laughs> you can say something like that. It works as well. It gives you a chance to reach those people in that way. All right, that's it for this episode. Don't forget, if you find this useful, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the channel, share it, like it, and tell your friends about it. Oh, and if you're on the podcast, listening to this, can you give me a review as well? I think in these early days, I probably need reviews. So review my podcast, a five-star would be wonderful. Thank you so much. See you next time. Bye-bye.